If you're a fan of the 430 movie, you'll love Best Movies Never Made, hosted by myself, Josh Miller. And Steven Scarlatta. Where we explore some of the greatest movies never made, like E.T. 2. Johnny Quest. Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian. And Halloween 3D. New episodes available every other Monday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello. I am not Spock, but if I were, I would tell you to listen to the Inglorious Trexperts, in which our Trexperts talk Trek every Saturday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, and live long and whatever. Hey, this is Mark A. Altman, and if you're a Star Trek fan and you haven't already picked up the hardcover edition of the 50-Year Mission, it's time for you to go out and get the paperback version of the 50-Year Mission, which is just out in paperback from St. Martin's Press. This is the complete oral history of Star Trek, the first 25 years, from me and Ed Gross. And if you think you know everything there is to know about Star Trek, think again. The 50-Year Mission, out in paperback now. And if you can't read, the audiobook is still available. Hey, are you Darren Docterman from the 430 movie? Why, why, yes, I am. Well, I recognize you because I have the Electric Now app, and I get to see all these great Electric Surge podcasts on video for the first time ever. I'm delighted. I'm delighted that uh, you came up to me and said hello. Well, I got to tell you, how can I watch all these incredible podcasts like Inglorious Trexperts, The Best Movies Never Made, and uh, other things? Well, you can find us on uh, Distro and on uh, uh, the Electric Now app. And Stir. And Stir, see, I, stir I, I knew you knew it. I did know, because I'm not really a stranger <laughs> on the street. I'm Mark A. Altman, your co-host. <laughs> well, maybe I should have been watching these podcasts all along. I would have recognized you. Join us on Electric Now, currently streaming on Distro TV and Stir, and coming soon to the Electric Now app. Back in the 70s and 80s, before the advent of VHS, chances are if you saw a classic movie, it was on the 430 movie. With their famous theme weeks, it was a chance to see movies you'd never seen before and get reacquainted with some old classics. So now, join us for the 430 movie. Ho, 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 we're here for... <laughs> what is it? It sounds like we're here to talk about Clute. No, ho, 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 we're here for holiday week. No, that doesn't sound right. Ho, 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 ho. We're here for Christmas week. Ho, ho, ho. It's sure. Christmaca week. Christmaca. Why is the one Jewish guy here doing the Christmas? Ho, ho, ho. It's Secret Santa week. He's on the really Secret movie. Santa. He's, he's so secret. <laughs> well, fine. Do it yourself, and I'm leaving. Except I heard there'd be gifts, and I want to stay for the gifts. So uh, welcome. Welcome. Happy holidays to everybody. Uh, I can't believe we're reaching the end of another year, 2019, uh, the year that the replicants went offline. Um, <laughs> and uh, we are, we're, just, we're just thrilled. We're thrilled because we're celebrating another year um, with you guys who have been such a loyal and growing audience. And of course, it was so exciting for the 430 movie. Not only were we in our second year, but uh, now the video podcasts are live at Distro TV and Stir, where you can check out the show on video, which is really exciting. We've been asked about that a lot over the last year. Now we're, we're finally live as well as on the Electric Now app. So finally visible. We're fine. He's becoming visible, Hanson, <laughs> and uh, a wrong podcast. And uh, it's it's really great, and it's been great to to um, spend so much time with you guys this whole year. Yes, and always. We yes. we had a long hiatus, but now we're back. We're back, and nobody does it we're better. Back. <laughs> and uh, it's really it's it's been fun. So actually, this week yeah, we're gonna do our, something. It's our Christmas party, so we're all drunk on eggnog <laughs> and blue milk. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's completely untrue. No, but but we did, it, what we're doing, and we're going to do Secret Santa this week. Secret Santa yes. is a tradition of the holidays. There's a lot of office parties and sure. stuff. People do it where they uh, give gifts, and 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 we are going to be doing our own little 4:30 movie spin on Secret Santa, thanks yeah. to the efforts of our uh, archivist Zach, who uh, basically uh, worked it out so that each one of us would be giving a movie that they never one seen of the others, to yes. one of the others that they've never seen. Zach, occasionally... Zach uh, very kindly uh, facilitated the whole thing and, and chose randomly who would be giving gifts to who, and then we would 
submit suggestions for films we would like to give that person and to maintain anonymity he would then check with that person to see if any of those yeah films and i told ashley i've already seen caligula stop <laughs> <laughs> uh, i i think it worked out pretty good yeah yeah because i, I do too it it uh it's not easy picking movies that you guys have not yeah. seen yeah it's that's not a good easy point. at all that's yeah. a good point um, and I think we all succeeded in finding something that each haven't seen. Yeah, you may be saying there are only four of you, so um, how are you going to do Friday? And I think what we decided is we're, n- we're going to skip Wednesday. We're skipping Wednesday, Wednesday because Wednesday is actually Christmas. It's Christmas. <laughs> and you Spend should, it with your family, you, goddammit. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, <laughs> you should be at the movies. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. There you go. See a new Not movie. Not watching it at home. See a, see a new movie. Um and uh, of course, uh, I will have already had my Chinese food Christmas Eve, sure. <laughs> and uh, I will be at the movies on Christmas. So, um, um, but uh, you know, I, I do want to ask uh, before we get into the movies, what would you like to get this Christmas, Steve Melching? What would, gift would you like to get? Oh my gosh, what the gift, gift of laughter, the gift, the gift of <laughs> friendship and camaraderie and good times? I, gosh. What would you really like to get? <laughs> uh, 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 a BB gun. <laughs> Red Rider BB gun. I, I, you know, shoot your eye out. <laughs> it's funny you say that because you know um, you may be thinking at home. It's like, why aren't they doing Christmas movies? It seems so obvious. Well, we did last year. We did yeah. it uh, last uh, last Christmas. So if you're interested in our picks for, it's beginning to feel a lot like Christmas week. Um, you can always go back. You can go back, or you can watch it on the Electric Now app. Right. But you can go back on audio wherever you listen to podcasts and listen to the full unedited. Uh, it's beginning to uh, feel a lot like Christmas week. Where I think, what were our picks, Steve? Oh my gosh! Well, I have the the list here. Uh, let's see. The where list is, is life. Uh, okay, uh, I picked Bad Santa. Uh, Darren picked The Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. The original. Ashley yeah. picked A Christmas Story. Mark picked Die Hard, and Die uh, Hard. Friday was Listener's Choice. Oh, Listener's Choice. What did we, the listeners choose? With the Emperor's Choice. I don't remember. I don't think we had enough listeners then. To no, 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 no. We, I, 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 I don't remember what, what uh, we, you know, we'll have to. We'll, have to uh, well, whatever you chose, watch that. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll pull the, I think we should pull the audience again it's, it's, uh, and, and see, uh, see what wins for Friday. Um it was Eight Crazy Nights with Adam Sandler. <laughs> right. um, okay, so uh, we are going to get into The Secret Santa. Oh, ho, ho. And Santa, um, I'm going to start with, of course, Steve on Monday. Steve, um, what was the film? And before, and I want you to guess who gave it to you. What was the film and who gave it to you? Well, I'm pretty sure I know who gave it to me. Uh, my, my, when I opened up my, my secret gift, uh, which sounded something like this. <laughs> oh they, my gosh! They can totally see you, Steve. <laughs> we are on video now, Steve. <laughs> oh, Austin. Um, uh, it, it was a it was a movie from 1997, and I don't know what it was about 1997 movies about uh, pornography and martial arts. Um, but uh, my my Clearly, gift was know it came was from. orgasmo, <laughs> and I am dead certain that it came from Mr. Ashley Miller. You're wrong. You're all correct, sir. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, uh, but that's really yeah, funny. Yeah, it's a it was a low budget film from '97, uh, relatively early in the careers of uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, who of course uh, had been uh, doing uh, South Park for a couple years at that point. And uh, it stars Trey Parker, who also he, Trey wrote, directed, and stars in it. Uh, he seems to be the one that does most of the heavy lifting in that partnership, from what I can tell. But um, <laughs> So he plays a uh, a young Mormon uh, guy who's out uh, going door to door on his mission to spread the good word of the Book of Mormon. And uh, one of the houses whose door he knocks on happens to be a, a mansion where this uh, porno, uh, Orgasmo, is being filmed. And uh, they're having some difficulty with their leading man. And uh, through a series of events... Uh, they end up casting Trey Parker to take over the the lead in this porn film. But, of course, he doesn't want to actually do the sex in it, so they bring in a, a stunt penis um, to uh, substitute stunt cock yeah. to substitute for him. <laughs> and uh, and uh, uh, he's he does it because he really wants to get married in the Mormon temple in Salt Lake City, and but it's expensive, and he just doesn't have the money for it. But this porn producer will pay him adequately to uh, to be able to wed his fiance in Utah. 
So uh, it's and then comedy ensues. Comedy ensues. <laughs> uh, now, of course, you know he plays uh, in the film. He plays uh, Trey plays the titular character of Orgasmo, a, a superhero who has a Orgasmerator gun that he can use to, uh, uh, much like the Orgasmatron in Woody Allen's Sleeper, can uh, instantly give the target uh, an orgasm. Uh, and uh, he is uh, paired with his Robin-like sidekick, Chota Boy, who is an <laughs> inventor of all kinds of crazy uh, sex gadgetry. And uh, and that's the conceit of the porn film. And then that ends up uh, partway through the film turning into real life where they decide the, it turns out that the actor who plays Chota Boy is actually a real inventor who has built a real working orgasmerator. And the two of them go out to uh, fight crime on the uh, of the, the mean streets of L.A. And, uh, and the first the crime was ensued. the making of this film. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe Ashley should have given you this film. <laughs> no, I've seen it. Unfortunately. Oh, okay. Then I have not. I'm the only one here who has not seen it. It's a I very, it's a it. very, very low budget film. It I think is. it was conceived as a musical originally, but they just could not get a big enough budget. <laughs> to do the musical part right. of it. Um, and Because uh, they'd already done a musical before this. Cannibal the musical. Yes. yes. But this is before Book of Mormon. Oh, yes. yes. And, oh, but yes. you can see all the, like, uh, you can see their clear obsession with Mormonism, which mm-hmm. uh, came out first in a couple episodes of South Park, mm-hmm. where they we kind of lampooned Mormonism. And then, of course, the Book of Mormon musical, which is a, you know, fully fledged uh, musical comedy experience. It's the uh, play everyone was talking about before Hamilton. Yes. 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 <laughs> But I have to tell you something that might blow your minds a little bit. So, (laughs) as you know, I I went to uh, high school in a small mountain town in Colorado, and uh, a town called Woodland Park. And uh, it's up in the mountains and uh, in Teller County, which borders South Park County. So, for all intents and purposes, I went to school in South Park. Correct. And, uh, of course, you know, Trey and Matt are both from Colorado as well. But... That's not the crazy part. So the crazy part is you killed Kenny. Yeah. So I'm watching the movie, and they're they're showing the scenes in the with the the porn actors and the lead. In this high school I went to, uh, it was a small high school. There were about 133 people in my graduating class. So I'm watching the movie, and suddenly I realize the lead actress playing the lead porn actress is one of the other 132 people. I graduated from high school with. Did your oh, blood run wow. cold? Yes. <laughs> His memory had just been sold. It yeah. was a, a, a porn actress named Julie Ashton, who was in my graduating class in Wilden Park High School, who I found out at my 10-year high school reunion uh, had gone into the porn industry as hmm. a, a hardcore porn actress. And uh, How does one find that out? Well, she Carefully. was at the reunion, and she looked very different than she did in high school. In mm. high school, she was a, she. I mean, she's still a, a nice person. I, I haven't had contact with her since that high school reunion. What but... kind of contact are we talking about? <laughs> she was a sweet girl. She was a cheerleader. She was in my sure. sat next to me in trigonometry class. We had a ton of classes together. Right. There's only 130 30 of us in the whole school. So Jay we're... Giles was on the other side. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But I just remember this, you know, uh, you know, just hanging out with her and, and uh, you know, saw her every day right. for years in high school. And she became this big porn actress. And uh, and then suddenly I get this Secret Santa gift and there she is. Like Merry I think, Christmas. Okay. I think this film was shot the year after my high school reunion. Wow. So I, I want to see this movie. I, 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 I want to see the movie of Steve's experience <laughs> right. going to school with this young lady and then <laughs> discovering that. Anyway. Yeah. Wow. That's, so that's thank you, weird. Ashley. It was uh, I, This was a movie I was always curious about but never saw. And it had this extra bonus of like seeing someone that I knew. It was a trip down <laughs> memory lane for Steve. I, I am so happy you enjoyed it. I, I got it. Because you know Christmas comes but once a year, wah. and um, I wah, had wah, wah. there was a stocking that needed to be stuffed and <laughs> a bell that needed to be rung, and Santa comes down the chain. Anyway, I got this for you because I have learned over the the last year in so many different ways your appreciation of the utterly absurd. Uh, and the slightly wrong, and the sometimes the very wrong, <laughs> and um, I just I I love the unholy crap out of this movie. Um, I think like Chota Boy is uh, it's just a great comic creation. Here's a guy who, um, 
you know, who keeps telling us how he refuses to do hamster style. Uh, well, as a as a martial arts style, uh, because he promised his father he would not do hamster style. And then they do a flashback where you learn um, why he won't do hamster style, and it's just it's it's so perfect. It has Ron Jeremy in it, yes, playing the, the villain. Hamster. And in both the, the, the yeah on, on set yeah the hamster playing the, the villain like on set and also um, in in reality he's uh, he plays a character named Jizz Master Zero. Now, here's how you know that my love for this movie is real, right? Just for those of you who are out there, like when we start tweeting this out, just take a quick look at my Twitter handle. You'll understand everything. You know, I, I just want to say, <laughs> oh my god, I, I never made that connection. I am yeah, really cool. happy that I did not get Ashley as my secret. Secret. I would have gotten you a different movie. Okay. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. that's the key to being a good Secret Santa. To yeah. try to break something. It's so, um, it's so Trey and Matt. It's yeah. so bananas and out of control, and just it goes places you don't expect it to go. And hope it doesn't. No, but it, it does, does anyway. And then it goes there. It's just, it's awesome. I love it. Well, I'm glad. It seems like it was a love connection. It was a good success. Yeah, fun. Yeah, Steve enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, good, good pick from Ashley. So Monday was orgasmo. Um, <laughs> Never the first and last time you'll ever hear those words <laughs> mentioned on this podcast. Okay, very good. Um, so that brings us, of course, to uh, Tuesday. Uh, Darren Doctorman, uh, what was the film that you received, and uh, who do you think gave it to you? I I received um, I, on all of these. We got a choice of like you know two or three. Just to make sure you hadn't seen. Just to seen. make sure we hadn't seen it. Because, yeah. you know, all four of us have seen a lot of movies. I've and, seen things you people wouldn't <laughs> believe. And it's really hard to pick something that each of us haven't seen. Luckily, I hadn't seen one of them. Uh, but looking at the list, I knew exactly who it came from. It came from Mark Altman. <gasps> <laughs> what was the film, Darren? The film was Wait Until Dark. Oh, uh, yeah. In 1967. And a good choice. It is a good choice, <laughs> uh, I have to say. Um, and here it is. Uh, it's it's still wrapped, but this is the Blu-ray of it. Um, luckily, uh, when I heard of the choice, uh, I had another uh, uh, version of it that I was able to access. So I watched it then. But I had never seen it. I certainly heard about it. And, uh, you know, it was made in the year of my birth, which is nice. <laughs> um, uh, Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Audrey Hepburn, of course, stars in the film as a blind lady uh, whose husband is the strangely miscast Ephraim Zimblis Jr. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Completely unbelievable as a photographer or as her husband or as pretty much anything in the film. Um, But that's neither here nor there because he's hardly in the film at all. Uh, But there is a there is a, a. a mix-up at the airport at the beginning. And uh, an item is transferred that becomes an important uh, 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 goal for uh, the characters in the film later on. And I'm also grateful for you because um, this is my first chance to use my Alan Arkin voice, which uh, I don't think I've ever done on this show. And I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful for that, Mark, really, uh, because I've never used it before. Um, but, but Alan Arkin is I should have given you the in-laws. Uh, yeah. well, see, but I've seen that before. Oh, okay. So that, that wouldn't have worked. Alan Arkin is horrifically frightening in this movie. <laughs> you would never guess. You would never guess. Yeah. He's he is so evil and so horrific. He's a monster and it's so great to watch. Um Richard Crenna is also in it and he's very odd. He's also slightly miscast but it, it's fine because he plays sort of a con man and uh, uh, sort of uh, uh a uh, he he dwells outside the uh, the realm of lawfulness, and um, he and his uh, partner uh, are tasked with retrieving this object from this blind woman, uh, and it has been lost somehow. And we go through the process of this is also we were talking about in a previous episode. This was also a stage play. play. Yep, yep, yep. And we were talking about, you know, efforts for filmmakers to sort of expand the uh, the bounds of a stage-bound play. Um, this does it a tiny bit 
and it's not intrusive. It's not it it doesn't pull you out of the experience, but it is absolutely a stage experience watching this film. Yeah, it mostly takes place in her apartment. Mostly takes place in, you know, two rooms in the apartment and it's it's really well done. It's uh uh produced by Mel Ferrer who was uh, uh her husband at the time and um it's really uh it's really engaging and fun and scary and uh exciting and uh it's a great pick and I, oh, I thank, thank you. you no, that. my my pleasure. I'm so glad. I'm I'm I'm, I'm a little surprised you hadn't seen it, but I'm thrilled that you yeah. got to see it. Um, it's just one of those things that sort of slipped through the cracks. You know who directed it? Uh, uh, Terrence Young. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, from yeah. Bond. Terrence yes. Young, who did Doctor No and yeah. From Russia with Love and 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 uh, um, uh, Thunderball, and you can sort of see some of that From Russia with Love in yeah, you know, a little wait, bit. You know, waiting, mm-hmm. you know, in in, in wait, wait, wait until dark because. Uh, you know he that that scene, of course, in on the Orient Express in the train car is yeah. such a great action scene in a tiny, in a tight, tight, space, tiny space. Yeah. And the same thing here. This is really terrifying in this tiny little of apartment. Um, and it, it talk about uh, empowerment for the female character. It's amazing the 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 stages she goes through to uh, to um, come up with the ending of the film are. Amazing to watch. Yeah, and they didn't need to get any pressure on Twitter to cast yeah, uh, no you know, uh, empowered female protagonists. They, you know, yeah. it's like they, they came did to it them, on their own. They did it on their own. Yeah, Funny. and and it's such a great role. And Audrey Hepburn's so great. I mean, Audrey Hepburn is great in virtually everything, but she's yeah. really, really special. Really, really good in this. Um, in it, and uh, does an amazing, uh, amazing job. And it's it's just, um, you know, it's late Terrence Young. It's probably his last really good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Kind of Audrey Hepburn. It's probably her last really good movie too. I would agree too. Yeah. Um, and uh, just a really, really um, a great thriller, great little thriller. Absolutely. And then years later, the play was brought back to Broadway with Quentin Tarantino. I don't remember if Quentin played the the Alan Arkin role or if it was the Richard Crenna role. Hmm. But he, it was one of the one of those guys. That's interesting. And no, I would have liked it, to have it, seen it. It wasn't the Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. It was role. definitely not <laughs> Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. <laughs> no, Mark. When you got that for for Darren, like what specifically made you go? Darren has to see this. Uh, I didn't know it was for Darren. You didn't. They uh, didn't tell oh, me it was for Darren. You're right. I had no idea. I just knew it was a movie for one of you guys yeah. uh, that you hadn't right. hadn't hadn't seen, and uh, I just thought that this was a good little thriller that could have slipped by the uh, slipped through the cracks, just like how you hadn't seen Sleuth oh, when he talked about Sleuth yeah. on a previous yeah, yeah, yeah. episode. Okay. Um, I, you know, and and I hadn't seen Nightcrawler. He hadn't seen Nightcrawler. Um, you it know, certainly slipped past me. I've never seen this movie. It's oh, great. really? Yeah. Oh, you should it's see great. it. I like it too. And I'll tell you, you why. I don't know if you remember yeah. this or not. But ten years ago, on Femme Fatale, <laughs> you were going to do that whole episode that was a nod to, oh, to wait, wait until, until dark. dark. Yes, that's right. And then it got killed. That's right. We were yeah. going to do that as a second season episode. Yeah. A third season episode. Uh, yeah, had the show been renewed for a third season, yeah. we were doing a total wait until dark homage. Well, my previous uh, only exposure to it was in this uh, this string together title game of movies mm. that we used <laughs> to do. And it, it, was the, it was the first part of... Uh, well, no, it was uh, Heaven Can Wait Until Dark, Victory at Sea, <laughs> story of Oh Lucky Man on Firestarter. That was our, <laughs> that was our long uh, string together. But, um, yeah, I had never seen it before, and I, I really loved it. Oh, that's great. I'm really, I'm really happy. Well, Merry Christmas. Thank you. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. <laughs> and I, I, feel, I sort of feel, I feel like in Kirk's apartment where he gives him the, uh, that's right. the eyeglasses. <laughs> the, you know, it's, it's very, I'm, I'm really, really happy. I'm allergic to rain. Wait until dark. <laughs> and and thank you, Mark, because Darren's loaning it to me, so now I can yes, watch fantastic. it. Fantastic! Great. I'm, I'm regifting the the it's secret. Quite Santa. right. Passing it around. You can drink it with some Romulan Just now. like an orgasmo. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, what is going on with the show today? Um, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. Christmas. We're all high on the eggnog. <laughs> um, and the blue milk. I like. It. Did you have the blue milk? You weren't at Galaxy. Never been. You had there. the blue milk. I did not have a blue milk. It was okay. It was okay. okay. Although I have to say, again, I prefer the, um, uh, what, what's the stuff in Harry Potter and Hogwarts? Uh, the um, Butterbeer. Butterbeer butter is good. Dude, I had one of those about three months into my keto diet. And I realized <laughs> when I completed it that I had had more sugar in that moment <laughs> than, than I had. had in three months oh. total. It was just. That's <laughs> really funny. I thought it was going to blow me off. My... It was fine. But that's, it was that's it's really, good but dangerous. Re- really funny. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. I, there's so much That's sugar in it, but it's right so now. good. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Ashley, uh, we're gonna, Thursday. We're on the Thursday. Wednesday was Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. And And now you've watched Rudolph and, and uh, Baby New Year. Rudolph and, and Frosty? Rudolph and Frosty. <laughs> and, and, and Santa Claus is coming to town. And uh, Charlie Brown. Maybe you've watched America on 34th Street. Sure. And, Original black and white, non-colorized version, right. <laughs> or, or perhaps instead you, you know, when we watched Elf, I don't know. Right. Um, and uh, it's too early. I'm not taking the tree down yet. Yeah, I'm no. leaving it up for another week. And so we're, we're skipping. We're skipping Christmas. Thursday, uh, the tree is still up. The garbage bags are filled. The, the fire now, is roaring. The children are hitting each other with their new toys, right. <laughs> crying and screaming. The children are nestled all snug in their cages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on to Ashley. So, Ashley, uh, what did you receive for Secret Santa? What was your and film? who do you think gave it to you? Um, I well, okay. So, I got. I, first of all, it. I don't know if it could have been more perfect, both in terms of hey, I hadn't seen it before, and also just right up my alley. But between that, that selection. Um, and, you know, we got kind of the list of, well, what else haven't you mm-hmm. seen? I, well, obviously I know now because identities have been revealed. But right. even if I hadn't, I would have guessed Darren Doctorman got me the Spanish prisoner. Oh, oh. what a great choice. Uh, I mean, it's like it honestly like you it, it's it, I guess it's kismet. Right. I love that movie. It's yeah. a great movie, yeah. dude. Thank you so, so much. I'm so glad you haven't so seen good. it. No, I was so excited. And better than House of Games. Uh, a little bit, hmm. a little bit. It, it's it's different. It's a lot different. I love different. House of Games. I love House but of Games. I haven't seen Prisoner in a while. So. Yeah. It's really great. Um, and, you know, I love Mamet, but I had never seen it. That's awesome. And I'm so, so glad. I just, and I love his dialogue, you know, and I just, there's something about the way that he shoots that film that's yeah. just very, um, it's very old school. It's laid back. Yeah, man. It's, it's like, like, yeah. It's very laid back, very cool. Like, he just lets the actors kind of get on stage and do their thing. And you can tell the actors trust the material. Mm-hmm. They trust the dialogue. Um, Campbell Scott basically plays a uh, a guy who invents what's called the process, right? And the process is a way for some indeterminate company, the MacGuffin, to, the MacGuffin <laughs> to control their market, right? When it's like, well, how much of a windfall are we looking at? Right. Like when he tells them, he just writes a big number on a board, right. and but we never like, see shot it. from behind the board, so you never see the we big see number. We see their reactions. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's pretty brilliant. Um, and he gets caught up in this in this con, but because it's mammoth, there are cons within cons. Now. The Spanish Prisoner, as a title, is a reference to a particular con mm-hmm. that's been around for hundreds of years, where essentially somebody contacts you and says, hi, I'm a person who is in dire straits. I have a lot of money or some other resources that you might want. I know that you're an honest person, a good person, you know, what have you. And if only you could help me, then maybe I can help you and you can you can share in the spoil. So you like, may recognize it from internet scams. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Nigerian like uh-huh. you know Nigerian bank prince, scams yeah. are like they're the king of like Spanish prisoner cons, um, and uh, it's got Steve Martin mm-hmm. who is uh, who's playing, uh, I guess what you could call the the bad guy. But he's not really. It's more like well, he's a, he feels like it, but he's really just a player in the con. Yeah, I, he's the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's definitely a, a, a well. His name's Jimmy Dell. Yeah, Jimmy Dell. And he's a man of mystery and uh, a lot of unanswered questions. Yeah, and he's perfectly cast. Perfect. Steve Martin is just so he's just he's just one of those guys that you just want to trust. But the he's great- affable, but you have no idea where he's coming from. Exactly, and and Martin brings like this weight to it, and yeah. this this authenticity. So when he's telling him things like, "Hey, hey, wait, um, I have a package that I uh, could you bring it to my sister in New right. York?" You're like, "Oh, of course, cool," and and just I, God, it's hard to talk about this movie like giving away right. the twists, except to say that that almost nothing is what you think it is, including what's going on with the main character, um, and all of that like. I mean, I don't even know what to say, except other than, like, I, it's Mamet. I love the dialogue. Um, I love the performances. It's like there's a certain, um, there's a certain you know, uh, Mamesian sort of affectation. Mamesian. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like 
She's got the flu. She's got the flu. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. It's it's that kind of stuff. But you it, saying lots she of got char- the flu? you're saying she's got the flu. Yeah, she's yeah. got the flu. Lots of characters echoing each other for no apparent yes. reason, or sometimes just echoing themselves. Yeah. But it all kind of works in this very lyrical way, um, and it's just endlessly engaging. Like yeah. because it just moves like that. Like I didn't want to pause to get up and hit the head or go like you know do bang the toddlers over the noggin and tell them to put down the Kindle or whatever it was. Which is like, yeah, I'm watching this. Right. Um, it was, it's truly great. I just, I feel like, uh, like those those feelings that you get, like when you just discover a film. That's awesome. And it's just, I, I, that's how I felt about it. So thank you. You're welcome. He had such a good run of films. You know, House of, House of, House House of, of Games, Games, which is incredible. And then Spanish Prisoner yeah. and Heist even. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then he also, what, State in Maine was his. State in yeah, Maine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a good run of movies, but I think Span- to me, Spanish Prison is the best of those. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. really great, and it, again, it has like this very—I um, want to say—it kind of has like a very Hitchcockian kind of totally. feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, even right down to how some of the transitions work in that film um, that are just—they're very like you know '60s there's kind a, of transitions. There's a, there's a hovering of doom over every scene, and you don't know why. Yeah. But it's there. That's right. It's like even just going into um, a club for mm-hmm. dinner and just a whole scene where the maitre d' is like is telling uh, Jimmy Dell, telling Steve Martin, well, sir, it's Saturday night and only club members on a Saturday night. And this whole thing where Steve Martin's like, oh, 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 well, OK, those are the rules. And fine, he's a member now. And it's just but there's something there's tension in that scene. You just can't quite put your finger on right. it. And you realize, of course, it's all about the, the con. Right? Right. But, but it just. But you realize. Of course, I would have taken been taken in by this immediately. One hundred percent. Yeah. Well, because yeah. the movie's unpredictable. It's not mm-hmm. one of these things where you see the ending coming a mile yeah. away. Yeah. I mean, it, it bobs and weaves and so serpentine. It's 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 really terrific. Serpentine. In that way. I like that word. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, it's, it's like, funny because Thirty Rock did like the comedic version of that, right? Uh, where Steve Martin played this con man uh, in uh, you know. Um, in Thirty Rock, where he 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 pulls it on Je- on Donaghy and mm-hmm. Liz Lemon, and it's really funny. And I never really thought about how that episode <laughs> G- Gordon Valore is, is so much like his character in Spanish Prisoner. Oh, that's really terrific. Um, just like what a what a great idea. What and year was tra- that from? Nineties, uh, right? Something. Maybe like I, I saw it in the theater when it came out, and I, mm-hmm. I haven't seen it since. But I enjoyed 97. it in the theater. Ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Wow, it's, another ninety-seven. It's hard to find it. Mm. No, um, Criterion did, didn't they? No, they did. Uh-uh. They did House of Games. They did House, they did of, House, House games. of Games. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's up until recently, it's been really hard to find. It is on. Uh, it is on Amazon. Because mm-hmm. uh, I recently got it on Amazon. Because mm. um, I can't find my DVD of it anywhere. It's not on oh, Blu-ray. No. Yeah, I have the DVD too. Yeah. But I never watch my DVDs, only my Blu-rays. Yeah. <laughs> it's like watching DVDs is like watching like uh, Super, Super 8. 8. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yes. <It's> so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, wow, that, another great choice. Boy, do you guys know each other or do we know wow. each other? Right. I think we're lucky. It's not like you listen to commentary <laughs> together on a plane. But... No, it's nothing like that. <laughs> that's, uh, that's Remember that time we went mattress shopping together? <laughs> oh, my God. I do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, we both needed a bed. Both needed a mattress, and it was—we were in the store. And we're learning stuff that maybe we don't want. They were like trying out the mattress, and we were like, <laughs> like you know, oh, I want one too. We're not buying this together. I remember at one point, I think we had a really. We said to the guy, "It's like, yeah, we're not like no." It's like I remember not that it, there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. That was exactly that. It was like not that there's anything wrong with that, but you know, we want to make sure these mattresses are good for us and our girlfriends. <laughs> That was the same year oh we also goodness. went and bought our TiVos, our first TiVos together, I believe. We did. We bought our TiVos together at Best Buy. Or was <laughs> yeah. it Circuit City? It may have been, it it may have been Best Buy. Over, no, no, good guys. Good guys over good by guys on, on La Cienega. Lots of 24 guys. hour good guys. Yeah. This is how good. This is why I moved to LA. Because LA, you know, forget about Last Call. LA had a 24 hour electronics store <laughs> yeah. called The Good Guys. So you could go and buy like speakers like at <laughs> two in the morning. It was the greatest thing well, ever. We've been hearing about how great TiVo was, and we were talking. We're like, let's go get him tonight. Let's go get- <laughs> we <laughs> we <laughs> met there, went and got our we went and got our TiVos, wow. which was one of the to this day maybe the greatest single piece of technology I ever. Oh, it was so, so great. great! You got your little Mister TiVo, oh, little stuffed it. TiVo guy, <laughs> and and they had a good remote. Unlike yeah. Apple TV, which I do love, but yeah. the remote is the worst. Yeah. 
Team Whereas, remote was great. You know, I love the thumbs up and thumbs down feature. You can give something two or so three. Great. Or, and then it will suggest things for you. Uh, that was the best. TiVo was TiVo. the best. And then at some point, you know, at least in my case, it was DirecTV. They got rid of the TiVo thing. Yeah. So you had to use their proprietary generic. Uh, uh, and it, it didn't hold a candle to yeah. TiVo. And then years later, TiVo came back and you could do TiVo. Oh, it was expensive. But it was expensive. Ooh. And it just, it, like, that time had passed. But I, I felt like I was, like, jilting a girlfriend when I, I got rid of TiVo. No. I mean, it was really a horrible thing. It was like, I, uh, you know, goodbye, you didn't, TiVo. You didn't get rid of TiVo. TV got, got rid, rid of me. Of you. That's I, right. I, I still have mine. It's in storage. I, I think I have a TiVo in storage, too. I couldn't bear to part with I it. I have a TiVo sitting at home, and I don't use it. Yeah. yeah. I don't use it at all. Well, now everything's on demand. Stream. You guys are like just this close to being a uh, flashback, fl- flashback, flashback montage in, in Casablanca. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to hear that story. You well, guys you are know, like walking Steve into the and I were and sharing an ice cream, <laughs> 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 buying TiVos and mattresses. You know People are going to be so offended about this conversation. And I mean, it was the 90s. It was a different time. It's friendship. It's exactly. It was the '90s. It was different. <laughs> yeah. It was a different time back then, but uh, but we, um, <laughs> yeah, that, man, that 24-hour Good Guys, man, that was the best. That's good stuff. They didn't have like Blu-ray. I mean, they, obviously, but they, they didn't sell DVDs or CDs there. It was all electronics. But you could buy TV, subwoofer. Yeah, as I did on the the subwoofer, three thirty in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I forget Crazy Eddie's. I mean, this was 24-hour Good Guys was a thing of beauty. It was, it was, it was great, and then it went away, and then it was gone. It's gone. It's, it's gone. gone. It's gone. And uh, we couldn't do nothing about it. It's <laughs> <laughs> just gone. That's Every a, day was Christmas at that, the 24 hours. That is a great Goodfellas reference, by the way. Thanks. I have to give you credit. I don't Thank want you. that to slide by no? without giving you the credit you deserve, because <laughs> that was a really good Goodfellas reference. And, you know, it's not like, you know, oh, you know, he's like, everybody says, uh, you know, you do a oh, Godfather God. reference or yeah. something. You know, it's like, oh, you know, all these, these, no, these low-lying fruit. That's a deep cut. Yeah, but that was a deep yeah. cut. Yeah, and I, I really respect Thank that. Thank you. You know, it's not like- uh, I just watched it in 4K the other day. It looked great. See, that, that's, that's great. I just watched it in Blu-ray like last week. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. but not 4K. Because, you know, sometimes no we go for the easy references. That was a deep cut and a beautiful one at that. Thanks. We should go mattress shopping one yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that's how you operate. <laughs> you got to watch your TiVo no, from somewhere. No, no. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. You know, we're on video now. Come on. It's a whole new audience. They're going to watch it and say, these guys are awful. These are <laughs> awful people. They're they're awful. They're awful. The worst. We can't Terrible. get away with this stuff anymore. Terrible. We live in a different world. It's not funny. What? It's pretty funny. Nobody's laughing. <laughs> Nobody's laughing. Okay. So uh, next. Of our viewers are laughing their asses You off. know, you, you make fun. The show is doing really well. Right. It's not doing Glorious Treks for Swell, but we are, uh, <laughs> yeah. we, uh, we, we are, we are, uh, we're doing very well. This whole joke about the viewership, it's like, we, we, the, the audience is, we were doing well. We have a lot of loyal listeners and viewers, and hopefully, viewers. you at home yeah. are watching us right now, thinking about mattresses and TiVo. Um, <laughs> and you know, I'm sure I bought <laughs> headphones there a couple of times, too. Oh I know I goodness. bought a subwoofer. I remember I was at our friend Alan Spencer's house. We just watched Eisen Station Zebra. And he Eisen had just Station gotten Zebra? it. Eisen Station. Eisen Station. I, I, Station. I think he was the first person who had, like, the surround set up and everything uh-huh. and a subwoofer. I was like, wow, that sounds really good. Oh, you know, he had like super Hughes. VHS. This right. was oh, the, yes. This was better than VHS. Right. It was VHS. super VHS. So after I left Alan's house, I went, <laughs> went to, to Good Guys. Good Guys and, and bought I a said, super VHS And I bought a super VHS player. super? It was a bit higher resolution. Slightly, slightly higher. Slightly higher resolution. Yes. Not, it wasn't quite Laserdisc. It, it wasn't 400 lines. It was 420 lines. Ooh. No, it was more than that, wasn't it? No. <laughs> it was I not. I buy a freaking Super VHS player. It was 20 lines, my man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, oh, yeah, this is yeah. super. This is better. Yeah. It's better. It was. It's and unlike Laserdisc, you can record. Right. Because, you know, I don't our, know how much more I already had a laser. I'm just <laughs> making it up. I don't know. But it was great. It doesn't matter anymore because now we're in the age of 4K. We are. 4K. Well, now 4K. You, can, you can even buy 8K if you want. Yeah, you if can. you want. Like, if I you can see it's it. nothing out. If you've got a chair that you can put 80 feet back from your television, sure, why not? <laughs> That's but not I, true. 4K <laughs> looks great. But I because it also has say, HDR, so the HDR alone is worth it. it I yeah, do yeah. have to say that I uh, subscribe to the Voodoo service on my uh, TiVo, or my uh, uh, Roku box yeah. on, on my 4K TV. Yes. It's amazing. I'm just going through and buying films 
on the Voodoo service and streaming them in 4K, it looks great. And they're full, you know, Dolby HDR, mm-hmm. and it it looks unbelievable. It's the best possible home representation well, we've ever seen. Also, a lot of the stuff, even if you can't appreciate the benefits of 4K, they're remastered for 4K. Yes. yes. So they look yes. better than they would on sure. the Blu-ray disc from eight years ago. Right. So, I mean, like, Wizard of Oz just came out of 4K. Oh, my God. I, it, I got it, it immediately. Unbelievable. It's amazing. Oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah. And then, um, even though I, I, uh, Apple iTunes has all the Bond movies in 4K, mm-hmm. they just put them out on disc, the Daniel Craig ones. Mm. They look amazing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I, for, it's important to support physical media. Um, yeah. This is one of our first shows. And I think 4K is, is, is with the right discs. Absolutely. You know, you don't have to buy everything again. It's not like when Blu-ray came out and like every DVD we re-bought, you know, and Laserdisc and everything we bought on DVD again. Although I would. You, would you rebuy everything Absolutely. on 4K? I would. Absolutely. Mm. If the transfers were as good as the good transfers are in 4K. Some of my Blu-rays absolutely. are good enough. Some of my Blu-rays are good enough. I'm, I'm <laughs> but, spoiled. But, but I would say, you know, for stuff like The Godfather, mm-hmm. uh, for stuff like the Star Trek movies, you know, for stuff like Chinatown, you know, certain movies, I will go to 4K. I'll go to the mattresses for 4K. But uh, but um, but not, not everything. Cut, but we'll take it. You know, and it's just it's just like how many times do I buy this stuff again? It's like <laughs> I, come on, and it's like all I, the times. All the you know times. it's true. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, Friday, Friday. Yes, Very we're looking at day. you. Very special day. Christmas is over. The goose is getting fat. No. Boxing day is over. You know, you, you, you you've had the your cheesecake or whatever you eat on Christmas. Yeah. What do you eat on Christmas? Ham, turkey, ham. I don't know. I don't turkey. Know. What do you do on Christmas? You open, talk about how great Jesus presents, is. What else yeah. do you do? No, we rarely talk about how great Jesus is. I don't know. I mean, I just know presents. That's I mean, what he's I know. only a baby then. Uh, that's true. He's not, he's, not, he's you yeah, know, it's, it's, it's like It's like Kal-El when he's arriving. He, he, uh, he He's just, uh, greatness <laughs> is in store, but it hasn't What like changing his diaper? Yet. Who, Kal-El? Kal-El, what's that like? <laughs> Very gritty. <laughs> Probably so, right? It's like the crypto. I mean, he's been in that diaper. I mean, I'd hate to open that spaceship layers. after all those years, right? So here's a question: If he, <laughs> if he's Superman, is is really needs to go number two, right? But he can't get to a toilet, so he's holding it in. Yeah. Will a diamond come out because he's clenching so tightly? To oh my, is this a serious question, or is this just your it's attempt serious. to be funny? Only if he okay. eats charcoal. Okay. Well, hey, maybe he does. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. Sometimes we're... you're just hungry for charcoal. <laughs> I put this uncomfortable hunk of you metal. You know, it's funny. <laughs> Darren and I and Ashley had done, I don't know, 40, 50 episodes of Inglorious Trespass. They were all really great. Some better than others. Well, then we didn't did, do 50. Well, he episodes. didn't do it. But, uh, but, you know, Rob Burnett yeah. and our other guests. Um, and, and then we did one that was just a dud. It was just a dud. This is going to be our dud on the 430 movie. No. No, no you don't it's think? It's not a dud. No. It's not a dud. It's Christmas. The magic of Orgasmo. And Pooperman. And, and, you know, the, the awakening of Ashley to the Spanish prisoner. It's all wonderful. And And, die and, hard. and, and, and the great wait until dark. Yeah, yeah. no, it's true. So it's, it's true. all. Okay, it's okay, all, okay. Yeah. We're discovering okay. new, I'm sorry. strange I'm new worries. I'm sorry. I'm worried because we, we, we screwed the pooch on on this one episode. We got called out on it. You know, the No, ju- we didn't screw the pooch. No? You think no. it was worth a shot? It was worth a shot because you know what? Risk Damn is it. our business, gentlemen. Look, they're wrong. I don't know if they're wrong. Yeah, they are. Okay. Yeah, they you, are. You liked that episode? I did. You know, I liked it better when I listened to it. I liked it a lot. Okay. Especially when you realize that it came from nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. It's we true. we had the idea and we just did it. That's true. So Steve, we did this episode. He was in it. He was in. Oh, it. he oh, was that in one. it. Yeah, oh, for that crying out loud. That's right. He was in it. He was in it. Oh that's my right. goodness. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Steve. That's yeah. how it was. Steve's was. first. First, Steve was my, good. My one and only Steve appearance on yeah. Trek's. Well, we want you back. So maybe oh, the reaction was to Steve. We want yeah. you back. No, no, oh. not at all. Steve was great. No, Steve did nothing wrong. It was it was something wrong with the idea. Because <laughs> Look, it was just a fun thing. It was to a do. fun thing. It was thing just to goofy. Do. It was fun. Okay. Exactly. It's Fair okay enough. to have fun. It was with wait, friends. It? Some little visits. thing we. Some people take things way too seriously, and that's what and we're I doing. Think that here was today. what the reaction was. Yeah, yeah. we're having. No, fun. I, you know what I think it was. I think people genuinely wanted to hear us pitch a fourth season of Star Trek. They're curious. They think this is the guy who wrote Thor, X Men First Class. Yeah. He's going to have great ideas. Not yeah. for But free. you know what? I honestly, I didn't <laughs> want to pitch him. Yeah. I didn't want to pitch our ideas. No. Yeah. 
because you know what? We get paid to do that. I know. <laughs> yeah. Plus, the Joy Machine is great. Yeah. No, the Joy Machine was a real script, though. <laughs> yeah, you realize exactly. we didn't make that up. Oh, that no, was a I Ted Sturgeon was... episode. Yeah. So. Well, that's the thing. None of those things were made up. Yeah. They were all referencing existing yeah. things. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Wrong show. Well, now we're Friday. Friday. Yeah, we're Friday. High on the what eggnog. Okay. <laughs> so I received. Do I need to do the fake? Yeah. Yeah, you did. Oh, wow. You're doing what did you get? So I'm opening my present, my present, and uh, I love Christmas presents. I got to tell you, there's no war on Christmas in my house. Yeah. You can, uh, you can give me, uh, you can give me Christmas present, Hanukkah present, Kwanzaa. I'll take it all. I love presents. So um, I got a movie which I, again, how well we know each other, I, that a I had not seen, and b that I had wanted to see for a very long time, and for a variety of reasons had never seen hmm. in a genre that I love. And that movie is Open Range, directed by Kevin Costner. Oh. Oh. Uh, a, a glaring omission in my Western uh, knowledge. Uh, and it's funny because, uh, you know, I did a, a TV series uh, uh, for um, the producer of the movie, uh, who I loved working with, a great, great, great producer named Ari Bernstein. And he'd bring it up from time to time. And every time I bring it up, I'm like, I gotta watch that movie. Gotta watch that movie. And. Um, uh, it was, um, it's a great little Western. And I remember when it came out, it, it, you know, there were no expectations. People say Westerns are dead and ended up making a ton of money. Mm-hmm. I think it paved the way for uh, Kevin's hit show, Yellowstone, right, right now. Uh, that's a big hit for Paramount Network. Um, and, it, you know, it's funny because it is a, it is not a great movie. It's not a great classic Western. Uh, it is a but very it's, it's entertaining solid. Solid Western anchored by a really good performance by Robert Duvall. Mm-hmm. Kevin Costner is, is fine. Um, uh, Duvall is fantastic, uh, as he always is. Um, and it, it's really beautifully shot. It's no Dances with Wolves. It's not like this Oscar-winning, right. worthy of all this. But it's, it's really, it, it's very painterly. It's like the, the visuals are, it has all the great Western iconography. You know, but you know, I wouldn't like put it next to Unforgiven and say, "Oh, these are like great, like the classic westerns." Because this to me was more of a throwback in a way. Silverado is this wonderful throwback mm-hmm. to the westerns we loved. Um, you know, this is a great throwback. It's just like, oh, they don't make movies like this anymore. Yeah. This is just a really fun western. And what I loved about it is it's that sort of high noon paradigm flipped. You know, in High Noon, you have Gary Cooper that a lot of people compare Kevin Costner to. They say he was, especially in the 80s, you know, they would say, oh, he's like the modern Gary Cooper. Now nobody knows who Gary Cooper is. But back then they was all, oh, Kevin Costner's like the new Gary Cooper. So I love the fact that he kind of did High Noon. But in High Noon, of course, was made during uh, The Blacklist. Mm -hmm. And so it was all about how this guy had to stand alone when everyone in the town abandoned him. And he could have run, but he stood up. And, you know, ultimately, Grace Kelly, who he played his wife, was going to run away. But she 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 ends up, you know, standing by her man and she she ends up being very important to the resolution. This kind of flips it, which I love in the sense that the whole town sort of has his back. It's very, you know, um, it's, it's like the anti high noon in that way. It's like I love the fact that, you know, now that these two guys are going to go up against you know, uh, you know the, these really, you know, the evil land baron, who, it's a, yeah, who a big, a foreign-born, you know, an Irish land baron who owns all this land and, and is trying to stop keep, the stop you know, out the, the open the free grazers. Yeah. I mean, and I, I, it got to the point where it was like, I don't know if it was a drinking game or you got to laugh, but he's like, you know, you have all these movies like like Frank Miller and High Noon. He put me in jail, and now I want my revenge. All this stuff you could really understand why the villain has it out for our heroes, and you know, this movie, it's the MacGuffin is. Your free grazes, their cattle like rain free and eat the grass. You know, right. and he's yeah. like, I hate those free grazers. <laughs> it's like, and it just got to the point where it's like, really? But that's a real thing. No, no, I, I mean, I, that I was totally really part it. of and I, Western history. I, and, and you know, it, and it feels very real. It yeah. feels like you know you're writing the research. Yeah. Which you know, it totally felt dramatic. Like I'm not saying that it didn't feel real. It, it felt yeah. much more grounded than a lot of movies, other westerns. But it was just funny. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, it you know, Michael so absurd. Bone, who, yeah. who, 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 
before he played the lovely, you know, uh, D- Dumbledore. You know, everybody fell in love with Michael. He used to play all these guys. He was the second Dumbledore. Right. Yeah, yeah but he used to play, like, Let Him Have It, I think, or you just didn't, You hadn't mentioned his name before then. Right. Oh, okay. So Michael Gambone, <laughs> he, he played, um, he always yeah. played these really bad... So in this, he, he plays, like, this villain. I would like to see more of him, because he's great. Yeah. But he's like, oh, I'm gonna get you, freak grazers. And, it's, <laughs> and, and but it's so uh, it's so beautifully shot. There's a whole love story with Annette Bening. I'm kind of on the fence about. I guess you know, for this kind of a uh, classic Western storytelling, you need it. You know, it, everything sort of went exactly the way I expected it to. But there's certain there's a comfort it's comfort food and it's you know this kind of classic storytelling there's no surprise there yeah um but but you know and Annette Benning is always good um I'm not, again I'm not sure how much I need that story but um I really enjoyed it I just think it's super fun you know like I said it was a gaping omission well, you, do you see who else was in it was Diego Luna oh, a yeah, very did, young right. Diego Luna he's great and I totally from Rogue One yeah who I love yeah and, uh, you know, he plays a guy who rides with them. And, and that's how I like how it inverted a lot of the Western tropes. It's like these guys um, ride together and there's, you know, their friend Mo, who um, is uh, just this big guy, bear of a guy, who just everybody loves and he's such a nice guy. And, um, you know, and then he, he gets killed. Of course, they want revenge. You know, and Diego Luna, you know, he has a lot to learn. Um, the young hothead who yeah. wants, you know, wants to be involved more. And... You know what it, You know what this movie is? It's the Western John Wick. Okay. It's the yeah. Western John Wick. <laughs> they they the kill his dog, yeah. which I didn't like. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like that. You know, I don't like any movie where they kill the dog. That's something Dean taught the world. In Independence Day, the most important thing is save the dog. Yeah. That's why that movie made a $400 million, a billion dollars, whatever. It's because he was, Dean knew you don't kill the dog. <laughs> and I, I know it sounds terrible. There's all this tragedy in the world, all these people who are suffering. But, you know, it's like you see an animal die and it's like awful. And, um, and it's like, don't kill the dog. But so to me, it had this whole John Wick. Now once they killed the dog and he had to bury the dog, now we're going to go get those sons of bitches. Yeah. And, um, and and there's some great action. I mean, you know, Kevin Costner, well, yeah. very good. We, you know, the, the gunfight, it's 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 one of those classic. It, I think, you know, the movie itself may just be like a B or a B plus, but that gunfight is great. Yes. The whole gunfight, the third act gunfight is one of the one of my favorite gunfights. It's a B plus movie, but it's a yeah. solid B plus. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Not every movie is Citizen Kane. Yes. You know? And it's but it's just... always when, always disappointing when a gunfight is just okay. Yes. yes. Cor- Unless you are <laughs> Wyatt Earp, in which case your gunfight is at okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was my point. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But, but it's a really good gun. It goes on for quite a while. Yeah, it's like you a know, The movie's two hours 10, and 20 minutes. minutes. And, 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 um, and, and, but it, it's a really good gunfight. And it's a nice town. You know. Yeah, that town was built from scratch in Alberta, Canada. Um, uh, they, yeah, they built they built the the entire town. For and I like the, the whole thing where it's, the, the town is flooding, which yeah. is another realistic. It, it, there's some nice sort of realistic use touches. Of weather in, in, a, in the movie. Yeah. Tell you what, I don't like the Michael Kamen score. Really, I did not like the Michael. You know, it's it, there's so many great Western scores. You know, Elmer Bernstein with Magnificent mm-hmm. Seven. I I'm a big kind of sort of these great Western sort of John Williams with the Cowboys. And the Michael Kamen score just did not work for me. I, I don't know. It, it's just, uh, it was fine. It wasn't special. I guess yeah. you could say it's not like a you know a Leo, a, 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 a Sergio Leone or Ian Marconi or even you know Basil Polidoro's score for Lonesome Dove, which yeah. is so magnificent, yeah. or John Barry for Dance with the Wolves. Yeah. It almost felt like it was trying to be a little John. It's a little John Barry, yes. And yeah. it didn't. It didn't quite quite nail it. And of course, you know, Michael Kamen's score for Die Hard is just brilliant. Yeah. Speaking of Christmas, but yeah. Um, but yeah, but I, I really it was a great it was a great pick. But it's something I've wanted to watch for a long time, you know. And I, I love westerns, and I don't have much cause to watch them much. Although I just bought the Bob uh, the Bud Bedecker collection it came oh. out on Blu-ray. Oh, it did. Yeah, it's on Blu-ray now? yeah. I just oh. bought that, and uh, which has you know some of our favorite movies like yeah. Ride Lonesome and The Tall T and everything. Yeah. I put that movie. I put Open Range in my list of potential movies in case I got you because I know how much you like westerns, yeah. and I, I didn't think you would. It's one of those movies like I hadn't seen it. My dad gave it to me for Christmas mm. one year because we. It's one of the things we share a, a love of westerns. So he he'll often. 
get me a Western that I hadn't seen. And uh, I really, I, I watched it again this week too, except I only have the DVD of it since I got it, I got it so long ago. And there's a nice scene where Kevin Costner is talking about his past, yeah. you know, and you, you realize he's not the cattle, the free grazer you think he is, yeah. you know, uh, freaking free grazers. <laughs> and uh, Just more of a discount grazer. And <laughs> <laughs> it's just so, but you know, it's, it's funny because once they establish the whole that that's the, 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 the motivation for going after these guys because they're free grazing and, you know, take, grazing off the land, it's fine. It's just they repeat the free grazing thing. So at the end, I'm not going to let any free grazer tell me what to do. You know, it's like, okay. <laughs> it's just, it's just there's something goofy about it. I don't yeah. know. But um, I, uh, I, you know, I just, Look, and I love the way that there's probably no person who is more, um, uh, you know, who's kept the Western alive more than Kevin Costner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be with his new TV show, but um, also, you know, just with these movies. And, you know, it's interesting, but it's just, of course, Dance with the Wolves, you know, people don't talk about it a lot now. I mean, that's really a very special film that he made. And, you know, this is just a total fun kind of It's what you in the old days probably call a programmer. It's mm-hmm. a programmer. It's a total There's nothing programmer. Wrong with it. it's Not solid. at all, because it's totally solid. Yeah. But I like it. I don't like free grazers, <laughs> but I like I like this movie. Got no call for them. But you do like the rescuers down under. No. <laughs> it's the hat. Yeah. You know, I need a haircut. So I'm wearing a hat. What can I all say? Right. Yeah, you damn hippies. This was a good week. It's a good week. Yeah. A real, a good, real week. good week. Who would have thought? Christmas. You know, it's 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 a, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a it's a time for miracles. Um, but Jesus Christ, this was a great week. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so so Monday. Monday was orgasmo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tuesday. Wait until dark. Thursday. The Spanish prisoner. And Friday, it's open range. It's all for right. free grazers. <laughs> you know, I don't like free grazers either. <laughs> I, don't, I think they're untrustworthy. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, should we recommend, everybody recommend films to the audience? This is a curveball. Yeah. Nobody's ready for this. No. No, I'm not ready for this. No. Oh, okay. No. We, we recommend the ones that we just watched. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Good, 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 good. You know. Is that okay? <laughs> but you know what? Let's, let's, let's ask the audience, hey, you know, on social, where you can follow us at 4ThreeMoviePod. Uh, and also um, on Facebook at the Electric Surge. Electric Surge yeah. now has a Facebook page. Um, let us know what you well, would give us. For we you. always we always are open to hearing from audience members. We love that. Yeah, we love we love to hear from you. And uh, well, you know, except you know, we, right. we, yeah. we well, value yeah. your uh, what? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Especially we, we're we're looking for mattresses, and we'd <laughs> like to know if you have any recommendations um, or all night electronic stores. That yeah. doesn't exist anymore. It's called Amazon. Yeah. yeah. Now they're down to, you know, one day delivery. Yeah. And probably in a couple of years, it'll be one hour delivery. Yeah. So. Like a drone dropping it on your house. But I want it now. I want it now. <laughs> I want it when I want to walk into the good guys and get it. I miss the good guys. Good guys. They were good guys. They, they were much better in Circuit City. Remember Circuit City? Of course. Good guys was much Sorry. better in Circuit City. They, they were not good. You like know? Best Buy is way better than Circuit City. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad we can all agree on that. Okay, cool. Okay, so with that said, thank you for joining us on this very special holiday week. We wish you, a, we hope you have a very Merry Christmas and, and a very Happy New Year. Uh, we, we suggest you watch the Poseidon Adventure. Um, and we and, hope that all of your secrets are not Santa. What does that mean? <laughs> and we, you know, we'll, we'll look forward to you joining us next year for all new episodes of the 430 movie. Um, starting uh, in, in uh, the first week of 2020. No hiatus, right into the new season. So uh, come and join us, won't you? And uh, if you're a fan of this podcast, you may want to check out Electric Surge's other podcasts, like Inglorious Trexperts, every Saturday, and The Rebel and the Rogue, a Star Wars podcast on Tuesdays. And, of course, Best Movies Never Made, every other Monday. And if you really like us, you can check really, us out really on like our us. video podcasts, which are available on the Electric Now channel on Stir and Distro TV, and soon on the Electric Now app. So check out our. Uh, you can also find, um, in addition to our own Electric Surge podcast, episodes of Leverage, um, uh, Librarians, uh, movies from the uh, Electric Library, and uh, many other treats. So check out the Electric Now channel on video, and you may even see us. 
How there exciting you for, for you. Um, how wonderful and, for you. How wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, enjoyed, if you enjoyed the podcast, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. If you think we're on glue and don't like our jokes about mattress shopping, please don't say anything. Also, a very special thanks to Bill Ritter and everyone here at Electric Surge Network. Bill, what should we get you? What should we get Bill Ritter for, oh for, 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 for Christmas? Caligula. <laughs> oh yeah, Caligula. He looks, he Have looks you seen the movies at home? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you got to catch up on all screeners. That's true. Yeah. Oh, so, what goodness. movie? What movie are you gonna put out for for Christmas? What's your movie? What, what, what do you want to put add to the week? What, what's your What's your? I don't know. I mean, we stumped you. King of Hearts. King, King of Hearts. Hearts. King okay. of Hearts. Okay. Maybe, you write that maybe down. none of you have seen Departures. It was a movie that won the international best movie of the year. It was the last movie I saw on committee, and hmm. I said, "This is the best movie," and it won. Well, there you go, Departures. So you heard it from 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 Bill. King of Hearts for Steve. I wrote it down. Departures right. for us, and uh, Sleep Number for uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sleep Number Thirty Five. So anyway, look, thank you, Bill. It's been a great year. We we thank you for making us sound good all year long. John, thanks for stepping in today for producer Natalie Miscali, who's traveling this week. Um, and of course, a very, very special thanks to Dean Devlin, who made the Electric Surge Network possible and uh, has been a champion of these podcasts from the beginning. And we thank you, Dean, for that. So uh, until next year, Electric News, Electric News, electric. <laughs> Eyewitness News starts now. This episode brought to you by Slim's Throat Emporium, home of the Pan Galactic Gargle Blaster. You're listening to the Electric Surge Network.